You think you know me. time capsule we have returned we have awoken from our slumber we are back with the edge 2006 arc uh brought to, i am your host adam uh this arc is brought to you by uh my co-host jesse yeah i'm so excited and it's a fucking weird time man yeah and as always we are joined by noobs welcome to the timeline experience everyone it's boy <laughs> oosh uh, we Dated. will get to some of the weird <laughs> stuff in this show, but man, what a, oh my God. what an interesting show. How you guys doing today? How you doing, noobs? You know what's really weird? Our, the first yeah. New Year's Revolution pay-per-view was in uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. Like, why? How? What? 2005? Was, was, Car- was Carlito That's in the main just, event of that, too? I don't... Actually, it was an Elimination Chamber match. Um, it was Triple H, Batista, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Edge, and Randy. Um, Damn, that's a solid. Yeah. that's a solid group. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I just don't know why it was in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I mean, hey. it's the only one ever. Yeah. Oh, also, one of my favorites, Shelton Benjamin defeated Maven for the IC title. God, to defend the IC title. Maven, what about me? Maven. What about Maven? About Maven? <laughs> I just watched Undertaker murder him for a couple of Raws the other day. Oh, is this after the Maven eliminated stuff. him at the Rumble? Yeah, where it's just like, guess Well, that's fun, still 2002. This is like 05, which I can't believe Maven was still in the company at the time. God. Yeah, Maven was in the company for like three years. What that's weird. Did do? Is what Maven did he dead? do in that time? <laughs> what about Maven? <laughs> I just assume all, like, it's like the, it's the, um, it's the fucking, oh god, what's his name? The guy from TNA, the blueprint, Matt Morgan. It's the Matt Morgan thing. Yeah. I just assume yeah. all dude, big dudes like that are dead now. Like, I had to double check mm-hmm. with Chris Masters. He's, he's fine. God. He's fine. Yeah, I don't. It's, wow. it's, the, it's the test effect. Uh, it's, I'm going to call it the mm-hmm. test effect. Uh, yeah. But yes. So uh, we're oh, here test. for uh, the beginning of the Edge arc. Uh, just a, a refresher. Uh, we are going to be doing... Uh, starting here at New Year's Revolution 2006, we're going to go to the Royal Rumble. Uh, skipping ahead to Backlash, One Night Stand, Vengeance, SummerSlam, and Unforgiven. All in the year of our Lord 2006. And that's like... The year Jan- of Edge. That's January to like, what's Unforgiven? October? November? October? I think October. Yeah. Somewhere around that. Survivor Free Series Survivor Series. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Because the Survivor uh, Series main event of that year is fucking weird. What is it? It's, uh, I mean, we're not watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, um, my God, give me a second. Because I just had it up. I'm on the wrong page. Five more seconds. It's, uh, 
Oh no, that's just, okay. It's the Taboo Tuesday that they do that to, or the Cyber Sunday. Because there's a match between um, Booker T uh, with his title on the line against John Cena and uh, Big Show. Because um, it was like, you decide whose title's up on the line and shit. Yeah. Uh, that was fucking weird. And but then no, Vince comes out the, halfway through and calls John Cena the N-word. It's, oh, I'm sorry, I'm confused, I'm confused. No, 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 it is around that time. It is around that time. Um, yeah, never mind, this Survivor Series is just boring and weird. It's where, <laughs> a team, it's where Team DX sweeps Team RKO. Radio oh, RKO. yeah. They swept I for- them. I forgot about the weird DX reunion. Anyway. Uh, I, we're going to live through that eventually, because it uh, starts we will fucking backlash. Yep. Uh, so we are here in Albany, New York. It is January 8th, 2006. The number one song is Don't Forget About Us by Mariah Carey. Sure. Cool. Okay. Uh, the number one movie is Hostile. <laughs> Yay, wow. gore porn. Yeah. Yay. Wow, that is earlier than I thought. I felt the same way. Like, really? It was That's... around that time when that movie came out and then The Hills Have Eyes came out like a year later. Yep. And that, yeah, I was I expecting think all of that to be like 08, 09. Yeah, like the time frame of that nonsense is there. It's just remember like, when, hooray. Remember when Eli Roth made a terrible, completely tone-deaf, mistimed remake of Death Note in the same year where he made a family fantasy comedy starring Jack Black? Because that was last De- year. Death Wish. Death Note's totally Oh, sorry, not Death yes. Note. Death Wish. Uh, and then a fantasy comedy with Jack uh, Black. That wasn't also Goosebumps. The walls. That was wasn't Goosebumps. There was a Goosebumps right? movie pretty much a week time. later. Yeah. Uh, Eli uh, Roth is... Jack Black is just a fuddy-duddy magic uncle now. He is. Sounds he great. is. And Eli Roth uh, is, was, and will always remain a mistake. Uh, in TV... Uh, hey, hey, <laughs> Cabin in the Cabin Fever was a decent film. You're, okay, I'll give you that. So, uh, I yes? don't understand how much white people look like other white people. So... I fought up and down uh, when it first came out to my sister that the Bear Jew in Inglorious Bastards was a Zachary Quinto. You thought he was Zachary Quinto? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's about as far as you can get. For whatever reason, I was thinking Not you were really. going to say... Look, Eli Roth looks like, like Zachary Quinto ate Zachary Quinto. Yeah, I don't, for whatever reason, I thought you were going to say uh, Jason Schwartzman. I don't know why. The fuck? Uh, now that's as far as you can go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like Eli Roth looks like Zachary Quinto went to prison. Yes, uh, absolutely, I agree to that. 100%. Like Eli Roth is what Zachary Quinto evolves into when you use the Dean Ambrose stone on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow! Damn, I love it. Uh, in TV on January 26th, CBS and Warner Brothers announced that they are merging UPN and the WB to form the network CW, which will start in the fall of 2006. Uh, full SmackDown with it. I remember that very vividly. You ever think about how for like two years SmackDown was on my network TV? Yeah. Like, SmackDown has been on the air for like 20 years and spent a chunk of that on a network that is like sub upn like not everybody gets this network like in between cold case reruns and home shopping network and then they picked up impact wrestling right no i don't think so i think impact was always oh i'm thinking pop tv yeah you're thinking pop tv pop tv used to be the tv guide network 
That's right. And then it became Pop TV. My network TV, it was a network station. It was like in, in the Memphis network, it was Channel 50, which says a lot about yeah, the I network when it's that far down the dial on network TV. And yeah, it was says, all just like, because it was like PAX TV for a long time, which was like like Christian programming for people who don't want it to be Christian. Like It's kind of like the Seventh Heaven Network, where it was like, you can trust your... <laughs> we're not going to talk about Jesus, but... Your your kids can watch the things on this Awesomeness. network, and, and then it shit. became and then it became my network TV, which just had no identity because it was like <laughs> Law and Order reruns and SmackDown. Uh, Amazing and, and weird. yeah, before like it's the weirdest like chunk of time that SmackDown was on this random channel that no one had. Uh, yep. It doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, yep, yep, in yep. video games, uh, Nintendo announces the DS Lite in January. Um, and then I just see a quote, uh, Sony is reportedly building an Xbox live killer for the upcoming PS3 narrator voice. They didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are at the Pepsi. Yeah, they planted the seeds inside of Xbox and, uh. Yeah, Don Matrick came out and says, <laughs> I'm alive! TV. Do you think Don Matrick sits at home watching the unveiling of the discless Xbox and just, like, throws a scotch glass at the wall? Just like, <laughs> I was right! I was just ahead of my time! I was six years Jesus too Christ. early! Yeah? Uh, we're at the Pepsi Arena in Albany, New York, in front of 11,000 fans with 294,000 people tuned in at home. Opening video package, quote, Carlito will be announced as the new WWE champion. I beg your pardon. Chris Masters will be the youngest WWE champion ever. I beg your pardon. Yep. Yep, yep. So they really have been making the same video packages for the Elimination Chamber for the last 16 years, huh? (laughs) Pretty much. The, the, The video package, this one and the one before the match, could have been made yesterday. Designed to punish the human body. Two miles of chain. Being Mm. in this match is like being in a series of car accidents. Car crashes. God. My God. Yep. Uh, Excuse me. This show is sponsored by the makers of the, quote, WWE DVD board game. I suddenly have a mighty need. (laughs) I'm a sucker for, like, a good DVD. Like, when I was a kid, we had the Star Trek VHS board game. Where wow. you would put a VHS in, and it would start with like a Klingon taking over like the Enterprise, and you would choose your <laughs> you would choose your your player and your rank, and you would have like the board, and it would be like laid out of the Enterprise, and you you know you'd play the game, you'd roll dice and move around the board and doing this and that and the other, and every now and again, the Klingon would, like for the most part the the screen was just like ba- like you know flying through space with a countdown timer because the thing was. Uh, if you don't beat the game within an hour, he's going to go and fire on Klingon ships, getting the Enterprise destroyed, and starting a new war with the Klingons. And uh, you'll be like going around trying to collect your things you need to collect, playing a board game, and every now and again, like a Klingon would just pop on screen. It's like, stop the player who last rolled the dice. <laughs> you like hand over four of your chance cards. And, and oh it would just go back to the, it was so good. And then like it would literally be like at the beginning of it, he'd be like, if you do manage to defeat me, fast forward to the fifty-three minute mark. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh, I, there was also remember the show Gargoyles, like the Disney show Gargoyles. Um, 
Yeah. There was like th- th- that show was like a lot of Disney shows in the time where the first three episodes of the show were like a mini movie, like they were meant to be aired uh, as standalone, but they were three like to be continued. You could splice them together and make a ninety-minute movie, and like it was like that with the Mindy Ducks cartoon, which I also had on VHS. But the VHS for the Gargoyles movie, which was like the first three episodes, came with a DVD board game, and so like. Or with a VHS board game. So after the credits, if you just let the tape run, it would start and it would be the board game would be hosted by the villain of the show who was voiced by Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek. And you could pull like a sh- like a poster, like a sheet of paper out of the back of the Sorry, VHS it- box and it would just be the game board and you could play the VHS board game after you got done watching gargoyles i'm suddenly reminded by the fantastic three minute meme of him telling people they're wrong about stuff from the oh god that one's fact or fiction good. thing that's very it's good false. The, uh, it's not true you should it look up. at it's inaccurate um, that's not giant correct. bomb did a Think weird <laughs> video where they played celebrity multimedia poker uh oh which was god. like a windows 3.1 game uh where you played poker with horrible fmv of Jonathan Frakes, Joe Piscopo, and one other actress whose name I can't remember. And at one point, they were, like, fiddling with the settings, and uh, Jonathan Frakes just, like, looks at the camera and does this, like, like opens his mouth really wide and sticks his tongue out just out of nowhere. So they're like, well, turn the settings down, see what happens. They turn the settings down, and then that happens, and they just start screaming. One like, turn the settings back up, turn the settings back up. <laughs> uh. So, um, out first in this show, because we are here to talk about wrestling. What? Theoretically. No. Theoretically. <laughs> uh, out Luke's first is, is our golden boy, the reason we are here, Edge, taking on Ric Flair for the Intercontinental title. Uh, Edge is out, then Flair is out, Ric Flair looking simultaneously 20 and 120. Uh, yes. Uh, he looks brand new old. Yeah, like it's like it's like a baby if you wrapped it in leather. Uh, <laughs> Flair has his back turned, taking his robe off, and Edge, the ultimate opportunist, attacks Flair, and away we go. Uh, you get a great opportunity to see the different way that Flair has to take bumps. So like, Edge mm-hmm. gives Flair a back body drop, and Flair is really good at twisting, and he lands on his hip, which nobody else does because he has to take that bump on his hip. Because, like, the plane crash that happened very early on in his career almost paralyzed him, almost ended his wrestling career. It messed up his back, so he can't take a flat back bump like how you're supposed to. You're specifically not supposed to take that bump on your hip, but Flair has to. And then, uh, like, like, a minute later, uh, they're on the outside. Flair gives Edge a back body drop, and Edge, flat on his back, boom, lands it perfectly. Uh, and it's re- a really interesting, like, if you ever pay attention to, to Flair bumping, uh, he always has to take him a little differently than everybody else to, like, protect his back. And it's incredible that he was able to wrestle for as long as he did, you know. I always with... thought it was just because he was a wobbly old man, but that's pretty good, too. Uh, yeah, listen, he's also a <laughs> wobbly old man. Uh, <laughs> uh, great, great spot. Uh, Rick gets dumped on the outside. And... Uh, Rick gets gets to his feet and Edge starts to run at him from the uh, ring apron. And as Edge jumps off, Flair just chops the shit out of him in midair. Just, just knocks the soul out of him. Oh, so good. 
Flair gets up to the top rope. Edge runs up to him, but the dirtiest player in the game hasn't lost a step. And thumbs Edge in the eye, then thumbs Lita in the eye as she runs up to attack him as the ref is distracted with Edge. Uh, Lita gets up on the apron, and Flair taunts her uh, with a couple lewd gestures and whatnot. And when Edge charges the distracted Flair, Flair dodges and dumps him on the outside. Then Flair pulls Lita in the ring, puts her in the figure four. Edge breaks up the hole by running in the ring and hitting Flair with the Money in the Bank briefcase, causing Flair to win the match by DQ in 7 minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, And it's a Flair match, so Edge busts him open hard way, leaving Flair covered in blood. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, he really likes bleeding. Uh, Fun match, good way to start the show. Interesting. Knowing what happens later, everything about Edge in this show is really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like good way to have flair retain the title with edge, not losing. Everybody looks good. Good way to pop the crowd Two fan favorites out there. Uh, what'd you think? Noobs? There was one tremendous moment where <laughs> coach just says, I think Edge is going to wait until mania for the money in the bank. Like yep. somebody, somebody said that, or no, I think it was Styles had to have said it because it's only those two. Please, God, kill me now. Yeah, for a little bit. Um, but, Styles is great. Uh, with Coachman, though, no one's great. Um, <laughs> no one's great with Coach. Coach. Coach did have a quote saying, "Well, Edge is gonna walk out tonight with gold." Like he says that at the beginning yep. of the pay per view. Uh huh. Yep. Like just drops it. I'm just like. Wow, that's pretty. I, 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 there's a lot of really cool foreshadowing in this show that you wouldn't mm-hmm. know, like you wouldn't really pick up on the first time through. And he brags uh, about it at the end too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's insane. It's really interesting. Uh, I thought honestly, I thought the match was pretty good for what it is. I mean, it's yeah. Ed trying to conserve himself and mm-hmm. Ric Flair taking pumps at 57 years old. Ed, I actually. For, it's gonna, Edge trying to conserve himself and Rick trying to kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually think this is, might be one of Ric Flair's better runs starting around here. Cause he has yeah. like a bunch of crazy fucking matches with triple H. Cause it's like the absolute end of evolution where even, uh, triple H has turned on Rick and he hates everybody now. whoop de doo And we see that feed into triple H's feud for this later on. Yeah. Like that's the whole point. He fights big show later. Um, but then he wins the IC title and the, the fucking, the road rage thing with Edge pretending to be Ric Flair and just going nuts and that shit is really funny. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, I watched a couple of the Raws before this happened. There's a lot of interesting shit going on. Uh, Eric Bischoff just got fired like three weeks before this pay-per-view. When Cena dumped him Um, in there, when Vince dumped him in the garbage truck. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um... That's but the last he didn't we've make ever the elimination seen him on TV. chamber match. Mm-hmm. He didn't make the elimination chamber match specifically to fuck with Cena, so it's definitely like a last uh, laughs last kind of thing. Um, anyways, but uh, so yeah, Ricklet gets the IC title match here, and um, all the way to his crazy ass match we'll see at SummerSlam with Mick Foley. Which was like the first time I really ever saw those two fuckers wrestle. And I was just like, how are these old men doing this? <laughs> it was crazy. But um, I think this is, yeah, I think this up until he gets forced to retire or whatever. I think this might be his best years in WWE, personally. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, 
his or 92 later years run, yeah, like his 92 run was really good, but that was mostly hung on the Rumble and his Mania 8 match with Savage. Right, uh, right, right. Um, there wasn't a ton to write home about because it was, you know, it was less. Mm-hmm. It was about it was a year almost exactly. But uh, yeah, like his his later runs are really good. Uh, mm-hmm. This is like the definitely the time if you're going to be just crazy old Ric Flair. Oh, yep. so good. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was a fun time. Good for what it was. Uh, we go to the back and there's some fucking nerd linger interviewing Kurt Angle who's accompanied by Davari. Yeah. What the and- Whoa, whoa. You take it, talking shit about Ty Grissom? Some nerdling Angle says oh, that he Talk hopes the great. U.S. loses the war in Iraq, and his favorite country is France, and he is not a fan of the black, the black people. people. And if he could Which go back in time, and that, and if he could go back in time and make anyone tap out, it would be Jesus. Like that last part's great though. <laughs> like, oh my so God. like he had, um, he had to have asked fucking Jerry Lawler for all the heel lines, yeah. right? Like, at this point, I'm really confused, but Kurt clarifies by saying that he says that stuff to prove that no matter what he says, the idiots in that crowd are still going still gonna to cheer him because he's the best wrestler in the world. And then uh, they what do. You, what were you going to say, Jesse, about them playing? Um, when the Jason Jordan storyline started, they brought up that, it, that <laughs> again. They're like, oh, what God. did he mean by this? Oh, man. That's great. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I was like, oh, God, I know what that's from. Oh, man, it's such a good promo. I the died. black people. Like, I, if I, and, and if I go back in time and tap on anybody, it'd be Jesus. That, oh, that, my that's God. the best part. That's the cherry on top. Just tap on oh, Jesus. Just... God bless Kurt oh. Angle. He's the greatest professional wrestler of all time. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. Then uh, we go back to the ring, and they're still trying to scrape Flair off the mat. Yeah, no, that was my problem. I was like, okay, that fucking interview was clearly there to get Flair out, and they still couldn't yeah. fucking do it. He's they, dying. They, they had they, to. They they couldn't get the snow shovel out there quick enough, right? Like they even like, oh they even God. plays music to try and revive him. Like, yep. It's just like, <laughs> come on, what are you Flair, doing? Let's go, you're bleeding out longer than your match. Yep. Ah, so good. Uh, mm. <laughs> the most anticipated WWE Women's Championship match of all time is next. Trish versus Mickey James. Uh, this was right in the middle of the Mickey James number one fan angle, which was really good, but when you start to get into the evil lesbian stuff, it gets a little <laughs> iffy. There's nothing wrong with the evil lesbian trope in a vacuum, but when, like, that's the only time you want to portray someone as a lesbian, then solid that match with, with lots of yeah. Downtime. But the spots work well when they come. Uh, mm-hmm. Mickey gives Trish a hurricane run in the corner. Trish tries to give her one back. Mickey counters into an attempted tornado DDT that Trish counters. Uh, Mickey goes out to the timekeeper's area and gets the belt and thinks about using it as a weapon, but sets it aside, not wanting to resort to that. Uh, great moment. As Trish gets Mickey way up for a spine buster. And Mickey screams like a banshee as she is lifted in the air and gets slammed down. It was mm-hmm. so good. I popped so yeah, hard that for that time. spot. Because like you could hear her in row Z. Like, God bless Mickey James. Yeah, uh, she committed for fucking yes. sure. Uh, Mickey hits Trish with the stratisfaction, but savors the moment and takes a long time before she makes the pin. But Trish didn't quite kick out on time. So like when a ref knows that a wrestler is going to kick out when they're going to do the three, they'll kind of fall through it. Like, Oh my God, they kicked out. And the ref did that before Trish got the shoulder up. 
Uh, mm. It was like a half a second before, but it was you know, a little noticeable. Yeah. Uh, Trish goes for a Stratus faction that Mickey counters. Then Mickey attempts a kick, or a, a, was it a chick kick onto yeah. Trish that Trish dodges and connects with the Trish kick. Or it's a Mick Mickey, kick into the A chick Mick kick. kick and a chick kick. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Trish retains her title and wins the match in seven minutes and 18 seconds. Uh, for the time... Boy, this is revolutionary. That was like, a tremendous yeah, no. match for this that was, time. Um, this was unheard of. This was as Mickey's first learn, title match. As we will learn later in the show, this was unheard of. Yeah, yeah. Like they, both, they both came correct, as man. We, like, yeah. God bless them. I mean, also we, watching 2001's Trish and then watching this match. Right? Like, whoa. How were they the same My person? God. Yeah. Five years, I get it, but holy shit. Also... She's at 400 days with this run. Good God. Yeah, she holds it for 443 till she loses to Mickey at the at Mania. That's Can insane. Give her one more day? Yeah. I mean, I guess not. But... One more run. Uh, but yeah, oh, uh, wait, what'd you what? think? Oh, 440. Uh, I got you. Yeah. What'd Sorry. you think, uh, uh, noobs? Did you forget my name for a second there? Listen, it's been a very long week. I had to take a test. <laughs> noobs! <laughs> I, my good. brain is fried. It's all good. I understand. Do you want to learn about TCP and UDP ports? 21 is FTP. <laughs> 22 is SSH. 23. Anyway, go on. Nerd! Okay, anyway. Got that on my system. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. This match, this match this match is insanely good for what it is. Yes. And yes. even with all of the weird lesbian stuff that they were kind of hitting at, it's just like, okay, yeah. this is uh, actually yeah. a really good job. It was the Rock's keeping... favorite match. Yes. They did a good job of keeping that weird evil lesbian stuff out of the match. Like, that comes in hard at Mania. Oh, but in yeah. This mm-hmm. match, there was, like, this match was just the two of them wrestling. Like, it was yep. it was very much just like they each want to win this wrestling match to win the title. There was not much else to it, and it worked because it was uh, the type of match that women didn't get to have at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really, I was shocked by how much I enjoyed this match. Uh, like it for two thousand six, this was like Sasha versus Bailey at yeah. NXT Takeover Brooklyn, and Mickey right? had only been there since October. And yeah. just fucking great. She Still going really today, too. stepped up. Man, yes. Mickey James, one of the most underrated talents they've ever had. Absolutely. Uh, yep. uh, anything else to say about the match, uh, Jesse? Uh, no, that's what? about it. Uh, we go to the back to see Maria Canellis interviewing herself about. Oh, yeah, the... she was really stupid back then. Uh, that was her gimmick, the, was that she was dumb. Of course. Uh, about the Divas bra and panties gauntlet Gauntlet match. match. She's interrupted God. by Gregory Gregory Holmes. Which is insane to me to see Yes, that. yes. Who says that Jerry Lawler won't be out for the bra and panties match doing his dirty old man routine because he's about to kick Lawler's ass. Then... We see, then we see Shelton and Noobs' boy Shelton's mama walking backstage. Shelton mama. Noobs' boy. <laughs> that is her <laughs> official name. It's like a tribe called Quest. I have it written Noobs' boy Shelton's mama multiple times uh, in this Google Doc. I know. Uh, I was like, no, no. When she first came on screen, I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't mean to do this. God damn it, Noobs. <laughs> no, it's great. I like I cursed him into the void. Uh, I literally have a moment. I literally, I know it's spoiler for 
later Did you on mark, the show. motherfucker? But I just have a, I just have a part where, where, where there's a section that just says Sheldon's mama. Yeah, fucking Mark. You probably didn't even realize she was on exactly that show, and then you were just like, about. Oh. Uh, she laments that he doesn't have a match on the show, and he hasn't done much since he lost his Intercontinental title. She asks if he's had anything to eat, and he says he had a protein bar. And she informs him that 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 ain't food, and that's why he ain't been winning no matches. Uh, God then, bless you, Shelton's mama. Yes, God bless Shelton's mama. Then we see Edge and Lita in WWE.com fan access room, and we get a bit of foreshadowing. As oh, Edge yeah. says, like, Lita's like, hey, we're, let's answer some questions about the match you had to, for the fans. Edge says, I'm done with Flair. I'm not in the mood to do this. I've got bigger things on my mind. Yep. And he nice. leaves Lita to answer a handful of the fans' questions. Wonderful. Like, so, like, this, like... Because wrestling pay-per-views had never really been the type of thing for, like, at the time. They weren't something you revisited. There was no WWE Network. You might buy the DVD in six months. And so it's really interesting to watch one of those from that time with little yep. nuggets like this that reward going back and rewatching. It's like them experimenting with some stuff that I, I'm, oh, no, I'm really Oh, no, you know into. what blows my fucking mind? What's that? That you can, I think it's all the way to, like, 2003, 2004 pay-per-views. You can see... The posters hanging out in the corner of every stadium, and in this one as well, the WWE 24-7 on-demand network that they've been yeah. advertising for fucking ever yep. until the network comes out, what, that's 2013, 14? 2014, because that was... Jesus uh, Christ, that, that's Because that was what they had, that, like, a Legends of Wrestling roundtable show that, like, was the yeah. big hit when the network first came out. Everybody loved it. Uh, that mm -hmm. was made for the WWE 24... Because it was, yeah, it was like a cable on demand add-on that you could pay for that would have certain wwe shows and originals on like i want to say legends house was filmed for that because legends yeah. House was filmed like three years before the network launched yeah uh i think yep. it was filmed for that 24 7 like on demand thing yep uh yeah it's they started that so yeah yeah i mean pritchard bruce pritchard talks about it all the time how yeah. Vince have been saying that since like 98 that like, he wanted a 24 then, like, 7 network yeah he's talked about like in the 80s like what if we got a cable network yeah what if we had a wwe network it's amazing <laughs> yeah uh he just had to wait for the technology to to catch up to his ambition uh hey but you know he's an out of touch old fart needs to yes <laughs> uh you guys ready for a nine minute jerry lawler match in the ufr glory 2006 I'm going to go ahead and say this segment of our show won't go nine minutes. What is this gimmick for Helms? Did he finally watch The Matrix seven years too late? Yeah, like fucking disgruntled Matrix Helms. I don't get it. There's at least one good moment in this match as Helms charges King and King does the hurricane cape gesture and then yeah. he throws Helms out of the ring and he yells, what's up with that? I've marked out for that. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Uh, Helms goes outside, throws Lawler into the ring post, then goes to the announce table and grabs a head headset, saying he's going to do Lawler's job, too. Uh, excuse Sorry, I just sneezed. Lawler and Helms get back in the ring. Lawler pulls down the strap, delivering tons of bad punches. Uh, Lawler calls for the pile driver, but Helms counters, and Helms goes to the top rope, but Jerry counters. So, from what I've gotten from, from this match and the promo beforehand... Uh, they want to build Helms into this new character and make him like a heel threat to maybe like a like a decent lower mid card mid card heel run for him to start on. Lawler beats him with yeah. a diving punch in nine minutes and thirty two seconds. Uh, yep, that ain't it, Chief. That ain't it. I I haven't looked ahead. Is this the last we see of this version of Shane Helms, Jesse, or 
No, but this okay. is the last of their fucking feud because Good. Okay, then cool. Helms pops up at the Rumble to okay. do a thing. But All like, right. it's... I hate what this so much. What a weird character. Mostly Lawler going over. Lawler going yeah. over is dumb. It's really yeah, dumb. it is. Uh, what a weird character reinvention. It makes no sense. Like mm-hmm. I could see it working, but like not with him. Especially, I like, think the best he was trying to go for was maybe like Matt Hardy version one kind of stuff. Maybe of his own style but, of it, but without any of the self awareness that Matt Hardy version one had. Right, which I think for like a hard hard heel makes sense, but it just yeah, you get your ass kicked by Lawler. Who cares? Yep. Uh, look at the right to censor. Uh, uh, yep. Anything? Anything to say about this one, noobs? Nope. Jerry wins next. They go back to the WWE Instant Access area to see Trish and Mickey having a conversation. And they have Mickey lean in farther into the creepy, evil lesbian angle. Then Noobs' boy Shelton's mom criticizes the food in the back. Uh, (laughs) She bends over to get something out of her bag and the world's largest love machine, uh, Viscera, a.k.a. Mabel. I'm only going to refer to him as Mabel. I'm sorry. He's That's Mabel fair. Didn't from... even know that was the same yeah. wrestler for a while. Even really? though, you know, the body it, shape should yeah, have like, given it it's, away. It's wild to think but... of how long he'd been there. Because he was in Men on a Mission in mm-hmm. like the yep. early 90s in the hip-hop group with Mabel, Moe, and Oscar, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and then he was King Mabel. He main evented. He was king of the ring, and he main evented SummerSlam. Main SummerSlam against, against Kevin Nash. Diesel. Isn't that and where? He, isn't that where he damn near flattened Kevin Nash? Yeah. He and also in his king of yeah, the ring. Yeah, and he also run, broke Undertaker. He face. broke Undertaker's orbital bone, which is why we got Phantom of the Opera Taker for a while, because yeah. Mabel delivered a leg drop and broke Taker's orbital bone, and then he yeah. went away for a while, and he came back as Viscera. Uh, and he was like on ECW for a while. He was around, and then he became Big Daddy V. Big Daddy V. But, but he is dead. I don't know if you looked that up. He yeah, I remember when he died. He was one of the first ones to die. Like after I started watching wrestling, he died in like 2013, oh, wow. and he got nothing. I remember specifically realizing like there was no RIP on WWE television. They didn't acknowledge it. Like no, it's weird. There was nothing. Like it was really weird. I don't know why. I guess he wasn't a big name or anything like that. Like, no, who cares about Mabel? But yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but he comes out. So like, I hear the world's largest love machine, and an enormous black man walks out. I'm expecting Mark Henry. I don't know what Mark <laughs> Henry's gimmick was at this time, but I'm expecting Mark Henry. But no, there's a reason why is... the crowd is chanting "sexual chocolate" yes. during their match. Like exactly, it's weird. Yeah. Well, it's also this is the um, let's push Mark Henry. Segment yeah, because he has the casket match with Taker at yep. this oh, main about that. So he which gets a like, world title shot out of nowhere at Rumble. Be prepared like, for that. Mark Henry was supposed to win that match. Like from every indication, up until shortly before Mania, Mark Henry was beating Undertaker. Yep. Yeah, which is insane. Because I love Mark Henry. Fuck on him. I love the story. Do you know the story of Bruce going to Mark about yes. what Vince wants from him? Yes, I've heard it. Oh and Mark's just like, I, I, ain't th- I ain't the one. I ain't yeah, that Mark, guy. No. Mark just, Mark just like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Wait, what Are was you the sh- whole thing again? Vince was talking about me? Yeah, like 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 Bruce told uh, Pritchard talks about it on his podcast where he's like, he went to Mark and was like, we, we, we're going to have you beat Taker at Mania. And Mark was just like, this ain't it, Chief. 
Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. No, no, no. Even, it's great. Because uh, I love the nuance of Pritchard's story. He's like, so I'm in Houston, and I get a call from Vince. And he, he said he's going to call me about what we're doing with Undertaker this year. And he goes, you know what? Mark Henry's a big bastard. Let's push him. He's ready. And I just... Don't talk for like 30 full seconds. Oh, man. And then I go, are you sure? And then he goes to Mark and tells Mark they're putting him in a program taker and he's probably going to go over. And Mark's just like, me? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really amazing. Yeah, like, yeah that's impressive. Mark and were like, what is he on? He's on that's Vince. Awesome. He's, on, uh, he's high on Vince. Yes. Uh, we will see more of Mark next uh, next show, Mabel makes lewd gestures towards Noobs' boy Shelton's mama and asks her to break off, uh, break him <laughs> off a piece of that junk in the trunk. Uh, she Oof. says that she won't be respected. She is Noobs' boy Shelton Benjamin's mama. Damn right. He says that she you may mean, be won't Shelton's be disrespected, mama. Right? Yes, won't be disrespected. Oh, you said. He that. says that she may be Shelton's mama, but he can be her daddy. Has wrestling always been bad? Anyway, up next is Triple H versus Big Show. Speaking of which. <laughs> We have this interesting thing. So, Triple H crushed Big Show's right hand with a sledgehammer, which means that Show's hand is full-on Jason Pierre-Pauled, just wrapped <laughs> up like a club. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's not going to be a that's moisture medical. problem later on yep. in the match. Yep. <laughs> so, oh, man. Like, Big Show's yep. one half of the tag champs. I thought it was Jericho yeah. at the time, but I guess he was with Kane? Yeah, Kane... No, Jared shows like 11, 2011 or whatever. Really? I forgot um, how late Jared so, show was. Yeah, Lance Cade, Trevor Murdoch are the champs for a good while, for whatever reason. And then Cause, cause they, don't they have the a... Uh, yeah, so at uh, Taboo Tuesday, it's uh, vote for one of these three guys to be in a triple threat match for the world title with Kurt Angle and John Cena. The other two will have a tag title match. It was Kane, Big Show, and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels won, so he got to be in the triple threat for the world title, and Kane and Big Show got to win the, the tag titles because they're fucking Kane and fucking Big Show. Which is really interesting because you know that was the plan. They were like, obviously yes. people are like, we want Show and Kane to win the titles. Obviously oh, yeah. people are going to vote for HBK. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, get worked, motherfuckers. Yes. Uh, Pritchard talks about that on the show too, where like, and like, uh, Daniel Bryan talks about it in his book about how like those votes are all legit, but because yep. like when with Team Hell No, they were convinced it was going to be like, was it Team Friendship? Uh, was like they were like obviously people are going to vote for that one. That's the best choice. The other two you can are kind of forgettable. You make sure that they always you always have the one you want everybody to win. You, the one you want everybody mm -hmm. to vote for, and then the other two are just kind of like also rands. But that's one where it shocked him. Where like, oh no, everybody wants Team Hell No, huh? All right, cool. Like the <laughs> hug it out. Where it yeah, was like, yeah. like, do you want Kane versus Daniel Bryan in a ladder match? Kane versus Daniel Bryan in a tables match, or do you want Kane versus Daniel Bryan to hug it out? Obviously, like they had the whole segment played. But the, was it? He said. He said we thought hug it out was going to win, but. Just in case we had budgeted too much time for the segment. So we're out there and we have to stretch for time. And so that's why they like, it took them like 10 minutes to finally hug and they kept fighting it off, which made it way funnier because they had allotted the time for like a tables match just in case. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Triple H and Big Show. Triple H does a good job of uh, playing the chicken shit heel. Being I mean, this is in full. 
this is in yeah. burial mode, isn't this? Uh, like, no, it's Triple him H? having like an identity crisis after evolution's gone. Yeah, because like, okay. he just not, fucked up like, Flair. When's the next time he has a world title reign? Um, is it after uh, the Rumble? Actually, it's at Mania. It's at Mania against Cena. Twenty two. Who does he wrestle? Oh, it's Triple H and John Cena in the main event of twenty two. Yeah, yeah, but then he turns face for DX over this summer. Does he um, beat? He didn't oh, beat hell John no. Cena. Nope. Yeah. Absolutely so that's what I'm talking not. about. Like, like it's like Triple H in barrel mode is when Triple H is the world champion. Usually. Oh yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's no a, mercy. That's yeah, like no mercy 2007 yeah. because it's um when John Cena tears up his muscle and he was supposed to fight yeah um oh, Orton, Orton so Orton's just Triple awarded H, it. like wrestle like three H, times yeah Triple H wrestles like Umaga too and stuff yeah God, what a weird that's what a, a good weird show that's a weird show but it's pretty good yeah uh so yeah like this is like Triple H kind of in between reigns of terror he's going into the DX reunion so you don't want it to be mm. too like. But it's like the the DX merch reunion. This is like this is the DX <laughs> reunion that inspires BG James and Kip James to go on Impact Wrestling and call out Paul Levesque and Michael Hickenbottom, saying they're yep. gonna meet him at High Noon at the Alamo. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Voodoo Kid Mafia. Yep. Uh, um, but yeah, so so Triple H is great as the like he's so good at just showing. I want to point like, out. Yes. Sorry. Um, no good. I just want to point out that he is clearly fucking uh, tailored his entire face to look like Lemmy Kilmeister. Oh, absolutely. He like, did everything except, like, put a paper mache growth on it. Right? <laughs> and, exactly. And wear a fucking cowboy hat. Yeah. Uh, also, I wonder if this is one of the times where he and Steph are trying to have kids, because uh, he looks a little less cut than normal. He's a little pudgy. He's getting little, pudgy. You can yeah, always tell when he, he and Steph are trying to have kids. He definitely slowed down around this time, because I uh, think his last title opportunity before this yeah. was actually against batista before the brand switch i don't oh, think he yeah. ever i think that's another big thing about him wrestling cena at mania is that he didn't wrestle cena yet because i, yeah. I want to go into cena's history up until this point with the title when we get to the elimination chamber if you'll yeah. let me but uh, yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely uh but yeah and you can always tell when he and Steph are trying to have kids because he goes off the juice and he gets pudgy uh, <laughs> this isn't what i'm trying to grow right now yeah so yeah so triple h great heel wonderful like like he it's god so, like he is running from big show all over the place at the beginning of the match just like trying to avoid the reckoning from the monster of his own design he tried to kill big show yep. but in doing so made him more powerful there is I a, love it. I love it. There is a beautiful moment while he's running around where somebody in the crowd has a Triple H Fears divorce sign. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which is just like, That's oh, really yeah, good. that would Ow. suck. Yep. That would suck for him wow. right about now. <laughs> yep. Uh, now, you may think, Big Show versus Triple H. Neither of those guys are really known for their work, weight, work rate. That sounds like kind of a slow match. And let me tell you, it's slower than you thought. Uh-huh. Uh, which is, it's not bad. It's not bad, but it's very right. slow. Uh, at yeah, for point, a 16-minute match, I'm shocked so, that it feels definitely not that. Yeah, so I have two paragraphs here. I, I, let me just, I'm just going to go through them, because I write these things kind of stream of consciousness. 
At one point, Triple H stomps on Big Show's arm and kind of breaks the cast a little, and I can't, ha can't help but assume that that isn't the intent, because if the cast gets taken off, you can see that Show's hand is perfectly intact and not crushed by a sledgehammer, and the moment, the moment I finished writing that sentence, Triple H ripped the cast off. So I <laughs> suppose that was the intended spot, and I also suppose that in the eyes of the WWE, a crushed and broken hand means somebody got some lipstick on your knuckles, because that's what they did to indicate <laughs> Big Show's broken, shattered hand. Yeah, His knuckles are a little red. He's purple. God. Uh, Triple H works over Big Show's hand for what feels like 10 straight minutes, including an endless rest hold in the middle of the ring, until Big Show finally gets some strength and flings Triple H across the ring. Uh, Big Show calls for the choke slam, but Triple H fights out. Show swings back at Triple H, but ends up kind of sort of whiffing. His fingertips graze like, in the vicinity of the ref, causing him to die. Uh, <laughs> Triple H takes the opportunity to get his sledgehammer. He, of course, he he swings the sledgehammer at Big Show, but Big Show catches it with one hand and chops the wooden handle in half with his bare broken hand this is a great idea <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck. Oh you missed God. the there was one moment where you missed it where he like big show ran into triple h like into the ropes like jumped on him or something like that like yeah kind of just did like a sideways like hip thrust towards yeah. him and joey styles goes he left his feet that means he used all 500 pounds it's like <laughs> joey that's not how that's not how gravity they're, works they're really that's, that's how wrestling works noobs leave joey alone because like I'll the first frame of big shows titantron just says 500, 500 pounds. pounds yeah it's just like he's fat uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> triple, <laughs> just, fat asses. somebody get scott steiner to record <laughs> big show's theme music well, well, it's a big show. A big show. <laughs> He's a big bad show tonight. I also love the idea that, like, Triple H reacts to this, like, chopping yes. of, the, of the thing. He reacts to it like he just lost it, but it's like, a sledgehammer still yep. has a lot of weight to it, dude. This is like, it's I just imagine Triple H's head is like, oh my god, that could have been my dick. Yeah. It's WrestleMania 31, where Sting slices the sledgehammer in half with his, his baseball bat. bat like it's a samurai sword but also <laughs> like in that match like in the the new year's revolution match in that wrestlemania match triple h still gets the win with the sledgehammer yeah spoiler yes. like, spoiler alert. what are you gonna say jesse um i just also like to point out how much practice big show has had in his wrestling career for crying yes because oh yes. my god he is in he's so really good much, at it. like, sad, crippled pain in this. He's just like, what? why does it hurt so bad? <laughs> it's like, you can stare at the flowers, show. Stare at the flowers. <laughs> uh, Steinbeck, y'all. Triple H takes out show and gets him on the ring steps. And H cracks his broken er, hand with a uh, chair. As Triple H goes to deliver another shot show, Big Show hits Triple H with a weird spear shoulder tackle thing. Uh, losing both lane. Show gets Triple H back in the ring, calls for the choke slam again, and Triple H takes him out with the head of the sledgehammer. Triple H hits him with the pedigree and makes the takes the long like Booker T is sitting in the back looking at how long it took Triple H to cover Big Show and how long it took the ref to count the three, going, <laughs> Man, that's messed up. 
<laughs> yeah, Booker's Booker's like that. Remember that dog? There's that animated gif of the dog looking like at the, the cupcakes. PTSD dog. And you see, <laughs> see that's Booker just yeah. like, oh no. It, it takes Shook a it, like, like, We're gonna do this in real time. Like sledgehammer, pedigree, boom, rolling over big show, rolling over big show, big show's on his back, crawl over, cover big show, ref, crawling, crawling. Crawling, ref there. One, two, three. Yeah. That is about how long it took to for Triple H to get the win in sixteen minutes and eleven seconds. The Good Triple Lord. H match, baby. Yes. So he's not full Second on. Second longest of terror. match on the show. Yes, he's not full on Reign of Terror. There's still a little bit of it there. He's yeah. still gonna take forever to cover Big Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, fun match, though. Like, when I saw Triple H versus Big Show, I was like, okay. And yeah, I, I agree with what you said, Jesse. This didn't feel like a 16-minute match. It was slow, but there was enough, like, the shenanigans near the end made it feel a bit snappier. Even when it was, like, slow in the middle, uh, the story they were telling with, with, with Show's hand was enough to, for me at least, to keep me engaged. Uh, it never felt like a slog, which is what I was afraid of when I saw, oh dear God, this match is Big Show and Triple H and it's 16 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> I was I was pleasantly surprised with this match. Uh, what about you, Jesse? No, yeah. I mean, I know it doesn't have a lot of competition, but it's like the second best match on the card. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I thought the storytelling was really, really good. Um, it, it's, it's over-the-top wrestling bullshit storytelling, but like... It still works, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed it a lot. Um, mostly because, yeah, you look at Big Show versus Triple H and you wonder, how bad is it? But it's actually a lot better. It's it's very, like, beyond passable. I think it's really, really good. Yeah, uh, what about you, Nibs? I thought it was all right. Like, there were so many holds, or rest holds, and moments where it's just like, can this end, like, this could have been 10 minutes, not 22 and damn near longer than the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, like, like it could have definitely been shorter. Yeah, like... Especially when you realize how long the Elimination Chamber match actually was, which I can't believe it's as short as it was. Exactly, like, this match is almost longer, and it should it didn't have to be at all. Yeah. Yeah, about uh, it. I, I, yeah, I gotcha. Uh, we go to the back to see main event Carlito and Chris Masters, dear God. Yeah, don't you mean Chris Chris HGH? Um, yeah. yeah. God. Chris Chris Juicers. You, you uh, want to know who was high on Chris Masters his entire two-year run? Who? You? He's a big bastard. Look at him. I mean, yeah. Like, well, I'm, I'm shocked he I know. didn't win the title. Oh, it was, like, look I was at facetious him. as fuck. I was, yeah, well, he didn't uh, win it because... Wasn't it right after Eddie got Eddie died? Like they had that whole wellness program and they kicked Masters out for like six months and then he came back looking like a stick. Yeah. Comparatively. Like, I didn't think he debuted until around Eddie's death. I could have sworn oh. it was either after Eddie died or the Benoit tragedy. It might I, have been I think the Benoit, it was Benoit thing. I think it was yeah, Benoit. It, because he Yeah. He um he doesn't I think he's like 2008, and then he leaves, and he comes back 2011, uh, and then he's gone yeah. again, like by 2013. Okay, it was uh, it was uh, 2007. It was a uh, fall okay. of 2007. He yep. got his two suspensions for having uh, 
uh, violating the the wellness policy, and then he which got is released. Like, which is like, look at him. Of course yeah. he did. Yep. Oh, I'm two years apart. So yeah, 2007 he did get released. He came back in '09, left in '11. So he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was never gonna last. He's not good. Nope. He's not. Uh, up next is Shelton Benjamin, accompanied by Noobs, his boy Shelton Benjamin's mom <clears throat> versus Mabel. Uh, Shelton's mom cuts a really good promo. We don't take ass whoopings. We dispense them. Viscera, get out here and get your ass whooping. And uh, Shelton's just begging him like, wait, what? The yes. Fuck? No. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin is an incredible athlete. He is one of the most underrated ring wor- workers of all time. Bell to bell. There are few that can hold a candle to Shelton Benjamin. Even he can't get a good match out of Mabel. Nope. Like, walk and brawl, <laughs> chops. Mabel, uh. Mabel hits his one spot. He hits Shelton with a boss man slam. It is completely gassed after it. He has to take a minute on his knees to catch his breath before he can get back to his feet because he's so blown up after hitting that one move. His one move of the match. Uh... Mabel oh, don't forget when he just, like, lands on Shelton and, like, yeah, pumps him. Yeah, he just him. kind of, he like, Shelton's on the ground, Mabel just kind of flops on him, and then he spanks Shelton and humps Shelton, and yeah. as Shelton goes for a splash, or Mabel goes for a splash, Shelton dodges, Shelton gets Mabel to the ropes, and Noobs' boy Shelton's mom hits him with her purse, allowing Shelton to hit him with a spin kick to get the win in 7 minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, I think the less said about this match and the next match, the better. I mean, there was a there was a moment where I commented saying like I'm pretty sure they're showing more of uh, Mama Benjamin. Oh, (laughs) like oh yeah, than the match because they're cutting away because they realize Mabel can't get up or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when he hit that boss man slam and he like like was on his knees for like 45 seconds, they cut to Shelton's to Noobs's boy Shelton's Benjamin's mama because like they were (laughs) they couldn't. Uh, I love it that you're calling her that. It's, it's, so it's like a tribe call quest. You gotta say the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> we go to the back to see HBK lacing up his boots as Vince enters the room and asks him how he's doing, wishes him looked. He tells him no one has ever entered the elimination chamber first and won, so then HBA, HBK rattles off his list of firsts. First person to win the Rumble from the number one, number one position. First person in a ladder match. First person in Hell in a Cell. Uh, and Vince tells him to go fuck off, and then he's gonna lose, whatever. Yep. Well, no. He Next. brings up he brings up like something about in hell, and I'm just like, isn't this them building up to the Vince versus God yes. angle? Yes. Yep. We'll like, yeah, there. boy. I just we'll like I there. just like had that ding in there. I'm like, oh god, I forgot about this. Yeah. It's is, really weird. Um, that is what Jesse hath wrought upon us. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. Hey, look. <laughs> I mean, it's the monkey's paw thing. We get to see Edge yes. rise to prominence, and we also get Vince versus God. Um, yep, it's and it's a weird, weird, demented ass angle because uh, again, watching the Raws before this, after um, they get rid of Eric Bischoff, Vince basically goes, "You know what? Eric was too nice to y'all. He was too soft. I got too soft letting someone like Eric run my show. I'm gonna get a new GM, but I'm also gonna have a zero tolerance where I do what I want because I'm the boss." And it. HBK is the first one. It's like, oh, fuck you, I'm HBK. He's like, are you now? And that's uh, where it goes on and on from there. Got like, one of the funniest things that's ever happened in wrestling is Vince McMahon trying to do the Triple H water spit with holy water and a Catholic church. 
It's one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. I forgot about that. Oh my it's, god! He does, it's kind of worth. It's kind of worth him fighting. He God, does honestly. it. He fails miserably, and he just goes, "I don't know how he does it," and walks away. And it's one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Like Very God good. bless Vince McMahon for giving us that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up is the bra. is the match that is the elimination chamber match. That is what's up next. Oh, I only want to say one thing about this match. I don't care about the details, but this whole the whole time I had sworn to God that Ashley had to have been one of the beautiful people before they went to TNA. <laughs> I really he, thought that. Then I looked yeah. her up, and it wasn't true. And I was like, yeah. "That doesn't sound right." The this only can't be a whole other separate person. The only thing that I'll comment on with this match is with Mae Young being a treasure and then the fans having those thumbs that point down. That yep. was very good. That was the yeah, one yep. moment in this thing where I'm like, yeah, that's the only thing that's worth it. So if I'm so, not mistaken, because we've been talking about those are the same fucking thumbs that are in the rivalry settings for GM mode. Yep. They tell you if the rivalry is good or bad. That's yep. awesome. Okay, so so I watched. I we all. I I'm going to recount without commentary. Or I, here's what happens: the match starts with Maria and Candice Michelle. Maria eliminates Candice, and Tori Wilson comes out. Tori Wilson is eliminated by Maria. Victoria uh, was out next. Uh, or excuse me, Maria eliminates Candace to face Tori Wilson, eliminating her. Victoria's out next, uh, and gets and eliminates Maria. Moolah, uh, Fabulous Moolah and Mae Young show up and go after Victoria. After they leave, Ashley Massaro entered the match and eliminated Victoria, winning the match in 11.01. I watched the commentary. I watched with the commentary on until I heard the words, thanks for the mammaries, so I muted it for the rest of the match. Yep. <laughs> I unmuted it to hear Joey Law or to hear Joey Styles say, "Not a Matt classic, but it will be in all of our DVD collections." I did hear that too, and <laughs> I was just for like, "The memories, thanks so for the memories." So I am. I I watched this, and I don't think we'll see it again. But going forward, if there is another Braun panties match, we are we are skipping it. It's just not even going to be talked about. It's not worth it. I thought you I, were going to, like, blame me and say we canceled the Edge arc. <laughs> <laughs> I should have, honestly. That would have been funnier. Uh, but, yeah, it's just... At least we have the Mickey James uh, 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 Trish thing to give us hope. Yes. Mm. So then we get every Elimination Chamber video package you've ever seen, just like the one at the top of the show, yep. two miles of chain, etc., etc., etc. Lillian takes way too long to explain the rules. The weird metal dragon shoots the fire, and, uh, well, you know. It took 11 minutes after it, the pre-roll video till the yeah. bell rang. Yep. It's way too big. It's it's too much. Lillian, it feels like they were stretching for time, because Lillian took her time explaining those rules Yep. Uh, before we got our first competitor out. Stretching, stretching. Hit the music, damn it! I had forgotten. I often forget about this theme. And so I forget that Figure 11 ever did a good thing. 
<laughs> oh, fuck you. Finger 11 is a gem. You mean the song one thing? Because that's a good song. God. Holy shit, uh, you actually did that. Shout out to Paralyzer. Yeah. Uh, Kane is out first. Paralyzer's great. Then Chris Masters, Carlito, Kurt Angle, John Cena, and HBK in that order. Shush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Quiet machine! <laughs> no more finger 11, I tire of them! Uh, when. I have a question, Jesse, you might know the answer to this. When did Cena stop using Word Life? Um, I think when he came over to Raw. Okay, like, um, I've because when he's introduced that... as the Raw draft pick, the first one on the Jericho show or the highlight reel, yeah. um, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a... time's up. Okay. Because like, for for whatever reason, I always like when I think of like oh seven oh eight, I still think of Word Life. So like I guess he was done with it in 05? because he he first yeah. opened Raw in 05, right? Yeah, interesting. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, can I go through that real quick? Oh um, yes. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, the the title history of John Cena is interesting because this is this is the pay per view really, or or probably a little before where you know you start hearing the Smarks boo for John. Incidentally, I was enough, about to say. This is like where it feels like the crowd has finally turned on him. Like this, yeah. this is Here's heavy the, in this yeah. show. You know what's crazy to me though is him and Batista basically have the same n- number of days in their title runs from Mania. Um, he loses here, uh, John does, and then Batista gets his injury like this Tuesday after this pay per view, and then they have a um, they have a, a battle royal or, or yeah. About a royal to decide a new champ, and Kurt goes over there and he wins it, and that's how Kurt is the world champion going into Mania. Oh um, yeah! So they have the exact same length. So the question is why you know people turn on Cena and not Batista, and the answer is really Kurt Angle. This is this elimination chamber match is like Kurt Angle's fifth title match against Cena. Oh um, wow! Yeah, so Cena huh. doesn't have a pay-per-view until SummerSlam because he got traded um, like around the time of uh, the Hell in a Cell match for Batista and Triple H, and then Batista goes to SmackDown, So, but he was already traded, so the Judgment Day matches Batista again. So he doesn't have that um, r- like third match with uh, JBL or whoever. Um, yeah. And he goes straight into a program with uh jericho at SummerSlam, and him and jericho fight for the title SummerSlam, and then they have um jericho gets retired match like two weeks later for the title and he loses and that's when jericho's out of the company for the first time since oh, he got yeah, there in 98 because he started like doing fozzy 2011 like 2012 or, no 2008 was... because he comes back as save us y2j when randy is that's finally right. champion and then um, they're like a year yeah a year ironically later, he comes get... back when cena's still out it's kind of funny Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Um so but that happens and then the very next challenger is Kurt. He wrestles Kurt for the title at um Unforgiven Survivor Series Taboo Tuesday um again on Raw and this match. And he loses every time. He beats Kurt Angle 5 times. Smarks are pissed. And yeah, and that's Kurt what Angle it is. is you know, they didn't give Kurt of... the title so Smarks got pissy. Yeah, and Kurt's like you know the best wrestler of all time in his I fucking could see prime. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. I could, I would absolutely get annoyed to just seeing him constantly going over Kurt. Yeah, yeah. he went over Kurt too many times. I think Kurt should have probably won 
at Survivor Series and then, you know, give it back to Cena at this match and then have him lose it again. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah. um, also, as, as you'll explain, this, so this is a quick spoiler, but uh-huh. the th- fact that Kurt is the first one eliminated in this match yes. is bonkers. Yes. And yeah. there's only one guy they could have done that to make Smarts not get pissed, and that was HBK. That was manipulative as shit. Yep. <laughs> Anyone else eliminated Kurt, there would have been a, like a minor it's riot. It's so weird that like yeah. he's the first out. It like it's uh, it's wild. So Joe doesn't um, even pick up until he's out. Yeah. So correction wise, on when he first used the uh, "My Time Is Now" song, yeah. Yep. It was back in 2005 on an episode of SmackDown against JBL yeah. and the. It looks like the Basham brothers. I guess yeah. it makes sense. It's, it's definitely like, after you won the, the title, right? Yeah, because like the world title was around the same time as the album. And, yeah, it looks and all that and... because yeah, it's leading up to WrestleMania 21 because Ed, Eddie and Ray are in the ring. Eddie's got a belt on him. Yeah, I guess it's just um. It's just a random triple, th- like three on three tag match that he had yeah. it. Yeah, I, I suppose that like because like because John Cena here is like, you know he's the chain gang and all that and the sports jerseys and I just assu- that version of John Cena to me is word life like from like oh one like from like WrestleMania twenty all the way through until like WrestleMania until like two thousand eight to me that's all word life John Cena because he changes his theme but he still kind of looks the part. Yeah, uh, and it's because they turned him off. into. It's because at this point, yeah, it's chain gang, but he ha- doesn't have the chain anymore around his neck. And the jerseys yeah. he wore before were like more like baseball jerseys where it was undone. And so you uh-huh. saw his abs and stuff. And these are all like football, basketball jerseys. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so it's a slow change, definitely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I but I, I never understood why people hate Cena. And then I watched the Kurt matches. I'm like, oh, this is why. <laughs> yep. And it's wild. Went over Kurt too many times. It started like around here, and in 2012, when I started watching six years later, six and a half years later, yep. uh, he was still at the top, and people still felt the same way. Yep. Um, uh, we were talking about Seamus. Um, from here to 2011, the only guys to take titles from Cena, the world titles from Cena, is Edge, RVD that one time, yeah, Orton. Seamus, Sam Punk. Wow. That's Triple it. H never beat Cena for a world title? Nope, he beat Orton wow. for him. Huh. Yep. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, that's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if I read it correctly, it was like two days I mean, ago. I believe I'm pretty it. sure. Uh, so, the Elimination Chamber begins with next year's WrestleMania main event, John Cena versus Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I thought uh, that was interesting, too. Yeah, uh, it starts with him, you know, like conserving their energy punchy kicky and what nothing insane until cena gets hbk draped over the ropes in the corner and hbk does some hogan at SummerSlam levels yes. of overselling uh-huh yes. i love uh, that that just kind of became part of his character after that because this yeah. was only like this four is, or five months removed yeah because that. that was uh, the previous august so yeah it's about yep. five months later uh the clock counts down and carlito is the next man in you get a great image of so like his pod gets lit up and he like spits the apple out onto the uh, plexiglass inside the pod it was really yeah. good it, like it, the camera wasn't focused on him it was a wide shot but if you watched it it was great little character work from carlito carlito uh, is a fucking gem and i miss that man yeah and him showing up on the edge of the christian show on the wwe network like you want that a boat good. like listen i'm not the young bucks but there's money to be made on the indies <laughs> god 
Uh, like, I don't hate Carlito, but I am, as I told Adam, baffled he was ever over. Like, I don't yeah, it's get one of those things it. where, like, I don't, I don't know if it. I fully get Carlito, but I enjoy right. Carlito. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was supposed to lead Legacy, and they were like, nah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the right choice. Um, <laughs> he immediately gets in the ring, takes it to Cena. Count? Uh, this is how high they were on Carlito. He counters the shoulder tackle. Uh-huh. Drop kick. <laughs> No one well, counters the shoulder tackle. You know, Carlito's first um, like feud when he came in was taking he, the U.S. title from Cena. Yeah, he he took the U.S. title off of Cena. Uh, his bodyguard Jesus stabbed him in a nightclub. God, in his debut match, he <laughs> I thought beat that John was Cena Jack. clean. Yep. <laughs> that too. Uh, yeah, he did. That was right. He yeah. won the title his debut match. I forgot about yep. that. Uh, Carlito. Uh, hits HBK with a somersault senton out of the ring onto the uh, uh, steel grate. And it looks like it is death. Yo, it looked painful. Uh, Carlito And if you don't think it did, don't worry, HBK's gonna cut himself soon. Yup. Carlito's pretty solidly in control for several minutes after he comes out, truly marking the highlight of his career. Uh, until he's almost (laughs) eliminated uh, from a Paul Smackage from HBK. Seen an HBK double-team Carlito. And put him back in his place. And then uh, that one. And then there was that time. And then it shot. The crowd started doing the Cena sucks chant. Yep. And my mind just goes to okay, something bad is happening. The crowd's clearly chanting CM Punk. Yep. Like I think. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> it's 2006. My, my brain. My he brain will do the same take, thing. Yeah. When I hear oh, no, Cena yes. sucks, I'll hear CM I, Punk. I don't know if y'all. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, th- that hits my head too. But I don't know if y'all caught this. When I was watching the Raws, the Raw before yeah. this, there is a punk ass in the front row with a call up CM Punk sign. God, that's this amazing. January second, two thousand six. Was he in? This the was ROH days. This time? Yeah, yeah. This is before he was even signed no, to WWE. Um, no, it was just when he was signed because he gets called up in June for ECW. I, I forget that he was there in 06. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That's wild. It's another, um, like, seven, eight months, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, the clock counts down again, and Kurt Angle is the fourth man in the match, suplexing the hell out of everybody, including a suplex over the top rope onto the steel floor to the outside to Carlito as Davari has climbed up on the side of the chamber to root Kurt on. They don't and really, just, like, humps the... They don't make a comment about it. attention to it. They don't mention it, but Davari <laughs> is hanging off of the chains rooting yeah. Kurt on. There's yep, that one moment... There's that one point where Kurt Angle's suplexing the shit out of everyone. Joey Styles says Kurt Angle is hitting his opponents with 100% impact, and I'm just like, he was hey! like, yeah. Yeah, right, he telegraph was like, that um, shit. He was like, uh, he said like, no bridging here, 100% impact, because yeah, sure, the bridge is what reduces the impact on a suplex. Uh, yeah, Kurt slingshots HBK onto the side of the chamber, and oh, oh hey. Sean Juiced, he is busted open. Blood! Uh, Kurt slams <laughs> HBK's face under the side of his empty pod, and it leaves a great smear of sweat and blood on the plexiglass. Very God. Yep. Uh, Kurt attempts an angle slam onto Carlito, and that Carlito counters, and then Kurt counters Carlito's move and locks in the ankle lock on Carlito in the middle of the ring as the clock counts down the final ten seconds before the next entrant. Entrant number five is Chris Masters who runs out in a tax angle, saving Carlito, whom he made it a bit of an alliance with earlier in the show. As Which is the, actually a really good, like, that's really good thinking. Yeah. Like, when you look at it, it's like, us two haven't had a title. 
Fuck yeah. these other guys. Let's get together and do this. Yeah, like, yeah, like if, if anybody has to win, it should be one of us. So let's make sure that we're the final two. But it's a great thing because it's like you love you love the idea of it because the double team works so great because you really like it. I'm I'm missing the note here because of the process because it gives Cena yeah. another thing to overcome at the end because uh-huh. John Cena. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Too bad it um, make a note of also. That. Too bad it also builds up to them forming a tag team to get squashed for the titles against Kane and Big Show at the at Mania. There you go. Uh, as is custom with the Elimination Chamber matches, uh, Chris Masters run wilds, runs wild as he exits the pot. He calls to the Master Lock on Angle, but Angle works out of it and locks in the Ankle Lock on Masters. Cena gets Angle up for the FU, which is stupid, and I hate it. Like, I can think of a kayfabe reason for almost every dumb thing in wrestling logic but there is zero kayfabe reason to ever break up a pinfall or a submission in an elimination chamber match. Yep. It will I never know. make sense. It will o- it will only ever benefit you to have someone else eliminated. Like as we'll see at the end of this match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's there's no reason to ever break that up. Like you can explain I can I can kayfabe like wrap my brain around in knots to explain the dumbest bits of wrestling logic. This is the one that eludes me. It it makes no sense. Anyway, yep. Kurt fights out of the FU and locks in the ankle lock onto Cena to a huge pop. So I'd imagine, so this, yeah, that's where I wrote, like, so I guess this was the time where the folks turned on Cena. And I guess it makes sense with what you explain why they pop so hard for Kurt being the one to kind of beat up Cena uh, uh-huh. at this point. Beat uh, up John Cena. Yes. Uh, Cena crawls towards the ropes and HBK hits Kurt with a sweet chin music from out of nowhere, eliminating him in 1358. C and TNA in September, Kurt. Carlito focuses on HBK, and Masters focuses on Cena as the clock counts down, and the final entrant, Kane, emerges from the pod to run wild on Masters and Carlito. Kane delivers chokeslams to HBK and Cena, but then as he goes for one on Carlito, Chris Masters goes to put the Master Lock onto Kane, but Kane fights out. Carlito hits Kane with a backbreaker. Carlito and Masters celebrate as Kane does the Undertaker sit-up, but he's taken out quickly again by Carlito and Chris. Then he does the Undertaker set up again. And then, you ever hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker? Because <laughs> Chris Masters just drops Carlito on top of Kane and then lays on top of Carlito, who's on top of Kane, to eliminate Kane in 19 minutes and 24 seconds. Yep. Which is pretty damn cool. The one thing that was really nice that I forgot, like, Cena does so well, he sells the choke slam like no He's other. So, like, like, that double kick thing that he does where yes. his legs go flying yeah oh, i love he it really he's like he he really feels helpless in that moment uh-huh. he does such a like his facial expressions are always sheer terror he is like kicking his legs and everything trying to get out of it because he is terrified because he's about to get murdered he is so good at taking moves like that oh i love yeah. it uh Carlito and masters keep beating on cena and hbk until hbk gets a moment of strength he manages to take out the other three competitors, slowly climbing to the top rope to deliver an elbow to Cena on the mat. HBK starts to slowly tune up the band in the corner as Cena gets to his feet. He hits Cena with Sweet Chin Music, but before he can make the cover, Chris Masters and Carlito take him out. Carlito hitting HBK with whatever the hell his finisher was called and eliminates HBK in 2335. <laughs> and at this point, so this match was poorly booked. No. Because at this point, everyone knows Cena's retaining. 
Yeah. It should have been... I understand you might not want to give away a definitive ending to Cena versus HBK, especially if you already have rumblings of big plans for them in the future. But when the final three are Cena, Carlito, and Chris Masters, you know what the ending's going to be, but maybe they did that intentionally knowing what was going to happen after. Oh, they totally did because they're going to sour the crowd. Yes. And then they're going to get them to go, oh, shit, like yeah. party so time. Maybe. This you know what really this reminds cool, me of, though? What the fuck do I know? What's that? Um, At this point, like, if you take away the, the, the actual end part, this whole section of just Carlito and Masters beating up John, but you know John's totally going to retain. Yeah. Reminds me of the 2015 Rumble, where, ironically, Kane and Big Show are just yeah. punching oh, everyone, dumping God. them out, punching everyone, dumping them out, oh. and then Roman comes out. It's what It makes me think of that. Maybe not yeah. to the same extreme, but it not gives me bad, that same feeling. Still like yeah, not as... Your gut. Like, what are you doing? Why where are you doing this You just get that way? feeling in your stomach, just... Oh God, this is how we're like, I understand that like, this is the road that like, this is where we have to end up, but is this the road we have to take to get there? Yes, that's Ooh. definitely. Uh, Cena delivers the five moves of doom onto Carlito before he gets into the AA. Chris Masters takes him out and dumps him to the outside. Cena juices as Chris Masters takes a while to get him on the outside, to get him to the inside. He gets beat up and down in the ring and then noobs I have written. You know what that means though? It's time for John Cena to do the possible, the impossible and overcome the odds. I... I just have in here <laughs> Super Cena activates. Yep. <laughs> this was Bleeding Out edition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this was busted open Super yep. Cena. Yeah, we forget. Uh, yeah, we forget Cena and Batista were part of the last Juice Generation. Yeah, like you don't think about Cena getting color very often, but it does happen every now and again. Yep. Uh, back in the day, uh, Carlito tells Chris to put the Master Lock onto Cena, and Masters does it. But no, uh, but like, then, there's a little bit of argument in between. It was like, who wants to take him out? Like, oh, you should hit him. No, you put the master lock on him. And then the, and I would just love it if Masters just yelled, but what if my hands get too close to blood? What if it's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. gross? Like, that'd be so great. <laughs> you know what I vividly can remember? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I vividly remember, though, is the look on Masters' face. When Carly was like, put him in the master lock. And Ma and Chris Master goes, really? Like, he's just so excited. Yeah. Just yeah. Oh, buddy. So, Thank right, you. So also, dumb. Adam, he's not wrestling Nigel McGinnis. It's okay. Uh, but, no, not, oh. Nigel doesn't have hepatitis. He, Does uh, he? he had the, no, he had a heart issue and a back issue. You're yeah. thinking of You mean a duel of the butcher? You're thinking no, of a duel of the butcher. No, there's someone else. There's a TNA wrestler, Nigel McSomething, that had hepatitis. There's a night. There was one. I know I'm dropping a. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? No, I'm curious. Right. All I can do is Google wrestlers with his. Oh, Nigel? no. He yeah. Does, yeah. In 2014. This is way after he retired. Oh. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm, I'm dead serious, though. Yeah, no. Nigel Aww. McGinnis does have uh, hepatitis B, but he found out in 2014, which was, like, a decent. Like, because he ended up having to retire. A while before then, I like think. Like 2013. Yeah. Uh, 2011. It, yeah. He retired in 2011. Yeah. Uh, interesting. That sucks. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, so yeah, you were right. I apologize. Because you always Bad think joke. I have to do with a butcher. Uh, <laughs> so Carlito, or Masters, gets him in the Master Lock. And how is John Cena going to fight out of this? And then Carlito's like, I got you, fam. And he hits Chris Masters in the junk. And rolls them up for the pin, eliminating Chris Masters in 28 minutes and 15 seconds. And then John Cena is just like, 
win in Rome. So he immediately <laughs> rolls up Carlito and eliminates him and wins the match in 28-25 before... So a roll-up finish yeah. is just yep. so bad. It's pause. so bad for an elimination chamber match. Yeah, we'll we'll get to. But what especially a roll up after a roll up. Like, That's the Jesus thing. Like, why? Fuck. It, it feels like they were running out of time, but as you'll as we'll see in a minute, they definitely weren't running out of time. Like yeah. it feels yeah. like they were like, we got to go to finish. We got to go to finish. Were they trying to protect Carlito and Chris Masters? Like, it's such a weird way to end the match. It's, it makes no. In sense. my head, in my head, you got to think in the back. Damn it, we need ten minutes of ultra bridge at the end of this pay per view. Yeah, Let's like, go. So, like it was weird. I mean, I was like, I'll oh, be maybe cool they're with just that. running. Oh, I like, too, Maybe they're but... running long, but they definitely weren't running long. No, this has uh, to be the shortest chamber match, right? Twenty got to be close. Got to be up there. Um, I'm looking right now. Uh, there was one in 08 that was 29 minutes. Oh no, the other one in 08 that was, um, Triple H, Jeff Hardy, Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, Maga, and JBL was 23 minutes. Oh Jesus! So the, uh, the the tag team elimination chamber from it was also was 23 minutes. minutes. Yeah, uh, I just and got then of to course that. the December to December 24 minute. <laughs> the less said about that, the better. Uh, yep. So yeah, so overall, apart from the weird ending, really fun match. Elimination Chambers is just always going to be entertaining, except for that one for the Intercontinental Championship in 2015, oh, shit, we but we don't want to talk it. about that. Uh, the 2003 SummerSlam one, which was the second one, was 19 minutes. Jesus huh. fuck. That doesn't the one, seem The one more. where they fuck up Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. And they fu- ah, and RVD fucks up Triple H's throat. Yep. No, 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 no that's... Um, was that the RVD's first one? RVD's not in that. That's the first one. Okay, yeah, 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 you're thinking of yeah. 2002 uh, okay. Survivor Series. But yeah, uh, so, no, the so, fucking Goldberg one was yeah. 19 minutes. Yep. Even even in a match like that, Goldberg can't go over 20 minutes. <laughs> also, also, you have four entrants who are coming in five minutes apart. Like, it shouldn't be possible for it to go over <laughs> 20 minutes. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Goldberg like pins oh, everyone out in like his... six minutes. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's right. Was, yeah. Again, it's a Goldberg match. He man. pins everyone, yeah. and then Ric Flair sh- shoves a sledgehammer in, and Triple H gets him, and then pins yep. him. Yeah. The the, the time, cause... the elimination times are eight minutes, thirteen, fifteen, sixteen, nineteen. Good lord. That's amazing. Uh, but anyway. overall. Uh, this Jericho is fun. pinned Kevin Nash with a roll-up. I'm sorry. I just Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Sometimes roll-ups can be okay in, in elimination chambers. <laughs> My quads! Uh, uh, what'd you think overall about the match, noobs? I... Yeah, it just... The double roll-up at the end. Super Cena. Angle getting... It just... Everything about this match. It could have been... It could have been really cool. Yeah, Carlito and Chris Masters teaming up if all six of them were still in there and yeah. then having them eliminating Kane together, that's a very cool spot. That but was a then, great spot. But then having like angle tap out Carlito and Chris masters losing somehow. And then having it a show off between Shawn yeah. Michaels, Kurt angle and Cena would have been yep. so much yeah. nicer. It's in so weird. I guess you gotta, you gotta go to taboo Tuesday for that. It's yeah. so weird that you want, like they really wanted the end to be, uh, but again, like it's, 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 Interesting to think of that booking had, the lens of what happens what, right afterwards. What's about right, to right. happen after that negates that totally. If yeah. this were the end, like if we're doing yeah, kayfabe and it's like they weren't yeah. planning this, yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, uh, and and it's definitely the, the Vince idea of that's how you get guys over without putting them over. Yep. Because he 
genuinely thought Carlito and Chris Masters would be like the next top two guys for sure. Um, that didn't happen. It clearly. did not. It <laughs> but, very much did not. Nope. Speaking of uh, who's going to be over yeah, next, would you? Uh, what do you think, or Jesse? You have anything else to say about that one? Or? Um, uh, all the same stuff. Kurt Angle getting eliminated versus Bonkers. It's um, wild. I'm glad we get to see much more Kane later on. Yeah. Um, because I like this era Kane. This is like see no uh, evil. You're gonna Kane. hear this a lot. Yeah, right, right. This, you're gonna hear this a lot, but this is the first time I saw this wrestler this way. So oh, my yeah. first introduction, yeah. So my first introduction to Kane is this Kane. So this um, is specifically all your first his year, random. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. Especially his random ass face turn against Umaga later down the road. Okay. Because Umaga fucks everybody up, and they're like, "Who who can beat Umaga?" And like Kane's the answer, but he's not. Um, yeah, that too, of course. But that's in 27. 2007 yeah, we're not gonna get that's that. next year um yeah but uh, um yeah so this is my first for everybody for sure nice um i started watching after kurt angle had already left so i didn't even know what kurt what a kurt angle was until oh, he showed wow. up and broke joe's face <laughs> so yeah which that's a good introduction i'm yeah. like why did kurt angle leave wwe was a big deal and then he oh, fucked up joe and i'm like ah, got it okay and then, you know, at one po- some point, it's like, man, did Kurt Angle ever wrestle John Cena? And then, you know, that <laughs> unfolds. Um, <laughs> you know, I get in my early months, I get to that point, and then I figure it all out. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> just just your bedroom with just fucking pictures and newspaper clippings and red string all over the wall. <laughs> no, it's like, hey, Dad, why do you and Uncle not talk anymore? <laughs> then you find out why. <laughs> It's just you just have written in like red paint word <laughs> life question mark. <laughs> yeah, was there ever such a thing? I don't remember watching it. Just you just wake up in the middle of the night, just the thugonomics. <gasps> uh, so yeah, but, a fun, a wait a minute, fun match. wait a minute. The show's not over. Yeah, it's not a fun over. match, but <laughs> it ends with a bit of a wet fart. But so Vince's music hits. Well, no, Cena's music hits for, like, three seconds. Yeah, Cena's music starts, and then Vince's music hits. And he he has to crowd control. Nobody go anywhere, because this is the first time this happens. It it really makes it feel unplanned. He's like, the night isn't over. Raise the cage. Yep. He congratulates Cena for retaining the title, but there's one more match tonight. He announces that Edge is cashing in his Money in the Bank contract right here, right now. (coughs) Edge comes out to the ring with Lita. Cena slowly gets to his feet. The bell rings. Edge attacks Cena with a flurry of punches, and he he gets Cena with a, a series of two counts. He telegraphs the spear. Yeah. Which again, I hate that. Like Cena's already booked strong. You don't need to have him two count two different things. I I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind the first one. In, but like, but i think it was like i think if this had not been the first cash in it would have gone differently but they're still tr- kind of figuring it out because yeah he, just, he gets in the corner he spears cena and but cena kicks out at like 2.9999999 but here's the thing yep. even now watching it knowing what the outcome was that kick out still made me like set up like oh my god like it still works yeah. like it worked on me flawlessly. yeah because it looked knowing like he didn't happening. kick out it was like I it was like the um the best cash in is Dolph Ziggler. And oh yeah. Like, I will always continue there's no better cash in than Dol- the Dolph Ziggler cash in. Mm. And part of that was because like 
there was about two minutes where it looked like Del Rio, like, had a shot. And, like, it kind of raised the stay. Like, I, I think that's kind of the prototype for the best cash-in. And, uh, and so this one is, it's interesting. I wouldn't have had him kicked out of that first spear, but I do think it still works on some level. Uh, but then Edge immediately hits Cena with another spear and gets the definitive yeah. pin. Winning the WWE Championship in one minute, 46 seconds. Edge and Lita celebrate for a long time. That's, There's like five minutes after the, that like, pin. They're they, still on. They're just like, hey, let's replay some of the spots from the Elimination Chamber match. Like, yep. I, that's yeah. what I was like, maybe, man, the, the show must be going long. And then Edge and Lita just chill for like five minutes where it cuts to yep. uh, So two questions. One. This is the first Money in the Bank cash-in, correct? Yep. Yes. And this is Edge's first world title? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. I wasn't sure. Uh, I mm -hmm. knew I was positive on the first one. I wasn't sure on the second one. And it's wild to think. Edge, this is in 2006. Edge goes for another five years. He retires in spring of 2011 and has yep. 11 world titles. 11. And he, 11. And he gets majorly injured and sidelined for a couple of months at least three more times, too. Yeah. There, um, Edge has several uh, world title vacancies from injury. Yeah, and over and they keep over, giving it back to him because he's over as fuck. Because he's so good. Uh, like over he's that so period, good. he holds the WWE Championship for about 140 something days and the World Heavyweight Championship for a cumulative like 410 days. Because he's a so, seven time World yeah, Heavyweight Champion. Because like a, a record seven time, like all yeah, told, he, he, he beat all, Triple H. Yeah, that belt was given to Triple H for Triple H. It was a Triple H belt, and he outdid him. It's great. All told, Edge in that six year span has world titles for over five hundred, almost five hundred fifty days. Yep, uh, it's, it's really pretty cool. incredible. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, like. Man, Edge is the best. Like, the one yeah. thing that I, the one thing that I love from this, apparently, from I can't remember when Edge said it, but apparently, like when Edge came out, handed the briefcase to Vince, Vince just goes, "Prove us right." Yeah, yes. just to like light a fire under him. It's like, oh, like, mm -hmm. like you know what? Here's the thing. I will defend the first spear because Edge, Edge's body language. When he's like in the corner getting ready for the Beating. second spear, yeah, was so good. He was like That's jumping fair. around, like like it was so good because he was like, all right, the first one didn't do it, but like I'm not done with you. I'm he could have half assed that first spear. You. Like oh. he could have half assed that first spear because he was cocky yep. and he's like, there's That's no way. True. Okay. But and it's, then in the next but one, it's a blade like, scene. So like, <laughs> in, so like the second spear, it's half the character of Edge being like, you're not gonna get out of this one, you motherfucker. I'm gonna kill you. Exactly. And half the person uh um fucking adam copeland saying i'm about to fucking win the world i'm about to win the i'm about to be wwe <laughs> champion i'm about to be wwe champion i can't believe this bam like yes yep. i'm yeah. trying not to piss myself but, uh, it's so, amazing go ahead sorry um just because I, I listened to the something to wrestle episode with edge yeah about edge and stuff and just he was out for almost all of 2003 and a good chunk of 2004. Yeah. And then he comes back for kind of just a random-ass vendetta against Triple H for the most part. He's after the title a lot, but it just never works out. Um, and then just the Matt stuff happens in 05. And that yep. shit. Oh, yeah. That, that made him really... Oh yeah, um, as as Bruce said, because it made him this crazy fucking heel that they maybe could have never done any other way. Um, no matter 
what you think of the Matt Lita tri- triangle stuff, that made Edge into this crazy fucking heel that was just over as could be. And they went with him for it, and it just fucking paid off. God. So, yeah, you're right. There were yeah. two other, co- other comments from commentary. Yeah? Yes. So Coach brought back up that he said, I said earlier tonight, Edge is going to walk out with gold. Yep. Like, he mm-hmm. Coach brought that up. I enjoy that continuity, even if it's coming from Coach. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> but the other comment that had to have been said, because why not, King, say something horrible? <laughs> because behind every successful man, there's a slut. Just drops Thanks, Jerry, that line. You've been divorced four times. Just, Fuck off. Just drops that line Jesus out of nowhere. Christ. Yep. And it's like it's not even like it's not even like King saying it like you know how he always ends a sentence with like some u- euphemism in his voice. Like yep. it's just slut. Like just yeah. low and just like yep. what the fuck? I got like, that I get too, it. Noobs. That that I, hit me. I was like, Jesus, Jerry. I get it. There's some bullshit that happened in their personal lives. Jerry the King Lawler is not one to be talking about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So I'm saying he's divorced like four times. Fuck off. Yeah, like I just, uh, it helped. It made me go, oh shit, I can't listen to Alter Bridge right now because I've, I just heard that. <laughs> oh, you fuckers, <laughs> man! Uh, but yeah, uh, fun show. Like this is like, man, I'm I'm really glad to be going through this because I have no reference point for any of this. Uh, right? I'm super excited to see Edge's run and to see everything. Like uh, this is what it's for, man. Just the weirdest time capsule. Big yeah. show with some lipstick on his knuckles to indicate he has <laughs> a shattered hand. Yep, and uh, Triple H Killmeister. Yes. Um, anything else? Anything to 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 send it out on? Uh, any pa- ending thoughts about the show or um, where we're headed? Yeah, I feel there might have been something else that I was thinking of, but I guess not really. Uh, we've we've covered everything they're doing at uh, Mania. The because uh, because the Rumble is really. Um, is really about Ray. We get to yeah, have do you Ray give us like a, a little preview of the next show? Anything, anything you want to like um, kind of? We point haven't done out that in or, the past though, or hype up. Uh, I mean, it's Cena gets his revenge match against Edge, and SmackDown is in fucking uh, turmoil because Batista got injured. Oh, no, Boogeyman right. gets his push. Oh man! All right, we cool. get the we'll Boogeyman push in two weeks with some Boogeyman. My God! Uh, uh, as New Year's Revolution 2006, uh, as always, thank you very much, noobs. Thank you very much, Jesse. Uh, I am uh, Adam. For now, uh, we'll see how I feel tomorrow. Uh, we will be back. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks with the Royal Rumble 2006. Royal Rumbles are always fun. Love covering Royal Rumbles on here. Uh, we will see you guys then. Thank you very much. You think you know me? Oh, also friend of mine texted me while we were recording this show with the line kevin owens wearing that new day shirt looks a lot like me wearing that new day shirt (laughs) you think you know me on this day